Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another Flower Ed podcast. This week has been a really funny one. I feel like I've been sitting in a lot of contemplation, a lot of just sort of sitting with myself and with what I want this sort of next phase of business to look like for both businesses, but especially Flower Ed. And it's just it's just really fun playing around with different ideas and what I want to be known for and what conversations I want to be having and like the people I want in my world as well. It's just really cool to just sit in that for a little while to really unpack it as opposed to just doing business day in day out and not really reflecting on sort of where you're at. So I think it's just a really cool thing to do over and over again. It's like, what do I want to be known for? What do I want to stand for? What do, if people think of Flower Ed or Florals and Fika or even Lily Holmes, like what do I want that person to connect that that label with? What do I, what do I want to be speaking about? What conversations do I want to be having? What do I want to be entertaining in my world? What language do I want to be using? Even what type of human do I want to be as well? Like, am, am I a quote unquote, um, like clean person, messy? Am I lazy? Am I um, productive? Like I know every single human is, is every single thing, but I've just been really sitting in, well, what kind of human am I and what kind of business do I run and what conversations am I having at the moment and sort of what what do I want to change? What do I want to keep? Like how can I sort of just mold business and life and my human to this next evolution like this next piece I feel like often in business there's like a few different um yeah I guess phases that you can sort of be sitting in and one of those is that you are in business it's connecting you feel like a magnet things are flowing things are moving and you're just like you're in the zone right you're just like in your vibe it's like feeling so good in terms of all the aspects that I basically just spoke about and then there's other times where you're sort of sitting in this kind of yeah contemplation just sort of doing a bit of a checkbox over business life human what that looks like and things that you can either refine or change or cut out or whatever that looks like I feel like those are the two sort of main phases you can be in and then the other phase I guess is like I said just doing business so it's like you're not really hyper vigilant to um to what is moving what isn't moving what what to change what to refine sometimes you're actually just wanting to operate in business and I think that is so okay I think it's a conversation that hasn't been had a lot I haven't been a part of it a lot where There's this one hand where obviously it's like, let's elevate, let's refine, let's change, let's get better, let's go to extraordinary. And like that, that is me all over, like 100%. But I am so aware of the other part where I feel like sometimes you do sort of need to just operate for a little bit where you're at. Obviously, if you are a human like me and you hold the standard that you do and you move the way that that I do, then you would know that things are going to refine and and evolve anyway. They're going to change anyway just because of the human that you are. So sometimes I feel like I need a bit of space from that constant like changing and evolution and refinement where I'm like just operating in business and seeing how that feels because 
often we can't actually collect a, a piece of data around what is or isn't moving for several weeks, if not several months as well. So even a tiny thing like say you, um, you started to shift the way that you're creating content or the language that you're using, or the budgets that you're playing with, or something that you're doing behind the scenes. Maybe you've started your Celtic salt shots, or your greens powder, or um, waking up at a certain time, or drinking a certain amount of water. Like All of these different data points, you need a good amount of time to be able to collect that data to then know, okay, what is working, what isn't working, what can we change, what can we refine? So I feel like if you are constantly refining where you're changing a lot, it's like you're not actually letting the business just operate for a hot second to be able to collect the the most accurate data. So just kind of cool to play with those different phases where it's like, okay, where am I at right now in business and what actually makes the most sense? What makes the most sense for me and my business right now, but not even necessarily for right now, but also for the future of this business as well. So a lot of people are, and I know I'm going on a bit of a tangent here, but a lot of people are sort of, yeah, sitting in that contemplation. They're, they're often refining a lot, but when they are refining and collecting that data, they're often looking at, okay, where is the business at right now? What makes sense for the business right now? But I think it's, it's a little bit needs to be both where it's like we need to look at where we're at right now 100% but we need to make the decisions based on where we want to go next and often that's not going to feel very logical if you are playing in the world of illogical growth and when I speak to that I'm meaning like okay what if it looked like you worked only a few hours a day like it's pretty illogical what if you were making like 10k months 20k months 50k months pretty illogical, right? It goes against what people normalize as you're growing up, what the sort of standard collective in the world as you're growing up normalize. It's a little bit different to to what most of us want in life, where it's like, I want this freedom-based business and one that I'm obsessed with and I don't have to work a hundred billion hours and, you know, I get to create it how I want. And that is absolutely perfect. And that is where I'm saying, Rather than saying, okay, where am I at right now? What makes sense right now? It's what makes sense right now for the next evolution. And like I said, that next evolution is generally going to be a a decision, a conversation, a standard or whatever that is going to feel a little bit illogical. It's going to feel a little bit edgy, a little bit scary because you need that to be able to grow. Because otherwise, if you're always making decisions that feel really good, that feel really safe, that feel like it doesn't tip your nervous system up at all, it's just like, yep, this is the next decision. Cool, sweet. Like like you want to make a decision that lights a fire up your ass. Like that you can feel from the inside that wobbly feeling where it's like, fuck, this could go totally wrong. But imagine if it went right. Like imagine if I lease that studio and then it opens up a whole fuck ton of opportunities. Imagine if I invested in myself and hired that coach or, you know, joined that program or whatever it looked like and it changed my fucking life. Okay, it might be a bit of a risk, a bit of an edge in terms of either the finance that you are playing with because you've never played with that sort of investment before. It might even be um, 
a thing where you're, you're scared to hold judgment from other people about the investment, like whatever that next evolution looks like, whether it's like hiring a studio, investing in a mentor, coming into one of my containers that you've never been in before, like whatever that next big thing is, hiring a staff member, it's if it feels really, really, really safe and really good on your nervous system where it's like, yep, cute, cool. It's probably not big enough. Like it's probably not that that big juicy jump that you need for illogical growth and illogical results as well. Because most of the time things grow when there's a bit of resistance, there's a bit of stress, right? Think about a muscle that grows. A muscle doesn't grow by sitting still and, and going, yep, I feel really good and I'm just going to like manifest a, a big butt or a big biceps or like cap shoulders. No, it happens because you are tearing that muscle, right? There's that resistance. That's why we do resistance training, right? That resistance in itself is what is going to be the thing that grows you. So if you aren't feeling that resistance in yourself, in the decisions that you're making, then you know that while there can be growth 100%, there can be growth, it's just not going to be as big and as um, illogical as you are wanting it to be. I know you and I know that you want to feel alive by your business and you want to feel fulfilled and you want to wake up being like, fuck yes, let's fucking go at like 5am in the morning. You want to jump out of bed and just be like a bulleted goat where it's like, it just... It lights you the fuck up, right? All of those feelings of like power and that feeling inside you where it's like, oh, this is scary, but it's, I trust myself and this is fun and, and I feel like a powerful motherfucker. Like that is, is totally possible for you if you move, if you do things that are going to equal those feelings. But if you are constantly staying where it feels good, where it feels safe, where you're doing the same things that you've all always done all the time, then it's a no wonder that you you can't get up early because you don't care about your business or that when you do get up, you're just like worried about the whole day or you're just like sort of cruising, right? You're just sort of cruising through life and you're not really pushing the pedal down at all and, and you don't really feel that lit up or that fulfilled, like your clients aren't that great and whatever, like, look at the way that you're moving. Look at the decisions that you're making. Look at the, the growth that isn't happening. Like, why isn't that happening? Like, you get to question it because it's always going to come back to something that you are doing. It's never anything external. And I'm saying this from experience. I'm saying this from experience. It is never something external. It's always something that maybe you are playing it too safe. Maybe you are playing it too small. Maybe the problems that you currently have are so fucking minute that any anybody else who is lit up by their business and is moving at rapid speed, they would just hop, skip and a jump over that problem in two seconds. The thing that you've been sitting in for a day, a week, a month, contemplating, that other person is literally just looking at that and dealing with it in two seconds. So it's even like, okay, what problems do I currently have? Is it that I, I can't choose a font on my Canva post? Is it that I don't know what color to choose for my logo? Is it that 
I'm scared to talk on camera. Like, what is that thing that you feel like is your problem at the moment? And how can you actually just handle it as if you are the boss bitch that I know you can be? Like, actually just step out of it for a second and go, this is the dumbest problem ever. Like, look at my problem right now. Actually, like, just sit with it for a minute. If I was that boss bitch CEO who is walking around with power and a fire up her ass, how would she deal with this problem? Would this even be a problem in her world? Very, very interesting to play with. And the cool thing in all of this is that when it comes to that resistance piece, like I mentioned, you know that growth is on the other side of that. So often, so many times, even in my business, both businesses, when I feel that resistance, it's so easy to question it and it's so easy to to fall into self-doubt and it's so easy to get overwhelmed and see all of your ego reactivity come out. But instead, if you can actually just look at that resistance or that edge or that thing that feels a bit icky and go, okay, if I actually ran towards this thing that feels icky, and I actually like dealt with it head on, on the other side of that is growth and evolution. But if I don't and I run the other way, I avoid, I tap out, I sit in it for months and months and months at a time, then I know that all I'm doing is delaying that growth that is possible. It's like the growth is waiting for you to actually run towards it. But because every time you feel resistance, you feel something icky, you want to avoid and tap out and run the opposite direction. It's like, how can you ever catch that growth? Because the growth is there waiting for you. Like actually even just picture that. Like something pops up in business, something happens, something doesn't go to plan. You're feeling a little bit stagnant, whatever it is. Then some type of resistance comes along. You feel icky, you feel activated, you feel triggered by it. Imagine if you actually just ran at it head on instead of letting all your reactivity come out to play where you avoid it, you tap out, you complain, you go into the self-doubt, you, you become anxious, overwhelmed, you're, you don't want to deal with it. How the fuck are you supposed to grow if you're running in the opposite direction? It makes no sense. And this is exactly why people, I do all of the hard shit that we don't want to do because we are building the strength to run towards that piece of resistance. Here's what I mean. All the people that are doing ice baths, do you think that they are waking up going, fuck yes, let's jump in the ice bath. I'm so fucking keen. And then they sit in there and they go, fuck yes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe once maybe twice, maybe the first few times, but I can promise and guarantee that the people who are actually sticking to that, they're not feeling that every time they jump in the water. Do you think that every time I'm at the gym, I'm like, yes, let's do the 12th rep. I had to do 200 weighted lunges. I had to do 200 weighted Bulgarians at the gym. Do you think that at my 150th, I went, fuck yes, 50 more to go. Do you think at my 50th, I went, fuck yes, 150 to go. I did because I've built that mindset. But let me tell you, even the other day, what are we, Friday, yesterday, yesterday morning, everything felt so fucking heavy. 
if you're a gym girly, then you'll know that there's just those days where things feel so much harder than they quote unquote should be. Like, you know, you can lift the thing normally and on any other day, it'd be fine. But yesterday, everything felt so fucking hard. Now, although there is a trainer walking around, she's not there counting your reps. She's not there checking on what percentage of weights of your 1RM that you're using. It's very, very easy to cut corners. It's very easy to cut reps. It's very easy to go lighter. But you are the one that has to actually go, you know what? I'm actually only cheating myself. I'm just going to do the right weight and I'm going to finish all of the goddamn reps, even if it doesn't feel good. Right? Even if it doesn't feel like sunshine and rainbows and fucking rose petals, I'm going to do it because every time I feel that resistance in my brain, in my head, in my mind, I know that on the other side of that is growth. In the gym, it's physical growth, but I'm, it's also the mindset growth where it's like if I was to avoid that every time, where every single time it felt a little bit hard, I cut reps, I make it lighter or... I don't show up. I wake up. I just don't really feel that good. So I don't go. Imagine where that's happening in other areas of my life in business. Oh, it's too hard. It doesn't feel good. I'm going to tap out because that's what I'm used to doing. Like, fuck that shit. That's not what we're doing. That's not the standard that we hold. So at the gym, it feels fucking hard. I feel that resistance both physically, but more so mentally as well. And I keep doing it. I keep doing the thing. I show the fuck up for myself because I know that that is going to be congruent in other areas of my life as well. Think about me going on runs. Do you think that I wanted to go on a run today? Absolutely fucking not. I can promise you that. Okay, if I was to quote unquote listen to my body and go, what do I feel right now? What what does my body need right now? Today, if I'm honest, I could have done with an eight hour day lying on the lounge. (laughs) Like I'm pretty tired. I've had a few heavy emotional days this week. Also had some really fucking good times as well, of course. But if I was to listen to my body, I would have easily tapped out and said no. But I know that if I go for that run, even if I just go for a freaking walk, one, it's going to do wonders for my frequency. Two, it's going to be the standard that I hold and set for others as well, even just being a coach in itself. And three, I know that it's going to build that strength to that resistance. When I'm running and it's like so easy to just cut corners where it's like, well, you know what? I just don't feel like it. So I'm just going to like walk to the end of the street and back like no bitch go for a run. And then I'm running and I'm at three kilometers. You said you'd do five. Keep fucking going. Every time you feel that resistance to stop, to tap out. If you actually just lean into that and run at it head on. It's insane what can happen on the other side of that. I'm going to be a better runner. It means that when something comes up in business, I'm going to be able to handle it better. Because when I see resistance, it doesn't equal avoid and tap out. It equals run at it like a bull at a gate. It's not because I want to. It's because the standard that I hold for myself, for myself It's really interesting because we hold this standard for other people very easily. We expect things from other people very easily. 
We even love and give to other people very easily. Why aren't we doing the same for ourselves? It makes no sense. So if you can actually just find that resistance point, see it as growth, that those moments where you feel a bit of an edge, it's a little bit icky, you feel triggered, maybe a bit activated, you're just like feeling things in your body. Your, your mind's going in and out with contemplation. Should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? Should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? Jump in, don't jump in. It's safe, jump in. No, no, it's not. Stay in your comfort zone. If you can actually just start to lean into that resistance a little bit in all areas of your life, it's going to feel so much easier to do business and life because I truly believe that one of my goals in in life in general, in business as a human being is to just move with the least resistance possible. Because imagine what could happen for your business and for just your life, like you're human, if you don't feel as much resistance. Or when you do feel the resistance, you've built so much resilience to it that you can just deal with it so easily. And how you're dealing with it in one area, you're going to you're going to see that in other areas as well. Like I said, this is why I always show you going to the gym and going for runs and eating the food and all of the stuff. It's not because I'm like peace sign, I'm an influencer, let's like show you what I ate for breakfast. No, it's because I'm I'm going, guys, look at the standard that you get to hold as well. Look at the frequency that you get to play with. And every time you you have that that extra rep, you go for that extra minute, you lean in, you say yes, you do the thing, you're actually building so much self-trust and so much power internally. So much. Like like not even speaking to the growth of of yourself, of your business, physically, mentally, whatever, emotionally, it doesn't matter what that looks like. But the power and the self-trust that you feel because you hold that standard for yourself is honestly unmatched. Like, have you ever said, I'm going to go for a three kilometer run and you've got an app on your phone and then it, it notifies you and goes, you've just run three kilometers. <laughs> That's what mine sounds like. You Three kilometers, whatever it says. I think it's American. Um, like... Have you ever felt that in your body? Like I remember, because I've only just started running the last couple of weeks or a couple of months. The first time that I ran 5K, I almost cried. Like I was running and I was like, I was like, fuck yes, let's go. Like I was, I was beaming ear to ear. And inside I, it was like me versus me. And I was like, I was like saying to myself, like, fuck yeah, you did it. Like, you just did that. Like, you're so, you're sick. You're so cool. That's amazing. Like, look at the standard that you hold for yourself. That's so freaking cool. Like, imagine if you could have those little wins every single day because you've created your environment and your world to have those wins. And it doesn't need to look like running. It doesn't need to look like going to the gym, although I'd highly recommend it. It could look like waking up at a certain time. It could look like no phone and no scrolling for a certain amount of time. It could look like having your Celtic salt 
or your your bone broth or your greens or your whatever you want to have in the morning before you have your coffee. Like it's these little daily wins where you build that self-trust, where you build that power. And then that is how you start to move through business and life with so much more confidence. People think that confidence is found and it's so wrong. It's so wrong. You're not, we're all born the same. We're all born with, with two arms and two legs and two eyeballs. That's it. That means that at some point in life, those people that you look at where you're like, fuck, they're so confident. They didn't find confidence. They built it within them. This is how you do it. You're not going to one day, all of a sudden, have confidence, just like knock on your door and go, hey, I'm here. I'm ready for you. You have to build it. Same with self-trust. Same with power. Like if you can if you can start to implement little wins throughout your day, throughout your week, where when you say something, you actually do it. Imagine that self-trust. Imagine that power that you're going to feel. And then imagine the frequency that comes from that. And then imagine when you're in a really high frequency because you're having all of these wins. And the wins doesn't have to look like I lifted heavier, I ran further. I, I woke up earlier. It doesn't have to look like those kind of wins. The win is doing the thing. Everything else is just a bonus. So if you can do that all the time, build it into your environment where when you say something, you're going to do it and you hold yourself to a high standard. That is how you start to build all of those elements and you start to become the human that you want to become. See, so many people say, I want to be a a wildly successful business owner. Well, what does that look like? And if you're looking at someone in the industry or even just in the world who who you look up to, who is someone that you want to start to model and, and behave like, it's like, what did they do? Like what, not even what do they do, but who are they as a human? Like who do they have to become? Have they strengthened their integrity their congruency like are they are they the same person in all aspects not just i'm i'm this one person here but not this one person in that other area how do they move how do they invest what do they eat what's their morning routine like what are their relationships like with their partner with their parents with their children with their clients what, do, what are they doing day in and day out? What edges are they meeting? Like, how are they moving? Where's their mindset at? What got them to there? What behaviors are they experiencing? How do they respond when things pop up as they do in business? Like, get really freaking curious. Get really, really curious. Who are they as a human being? not about their product. This is where I feel like everyone goes wrong and it honestly pisses me off, if I'm honest. It's like, okay, you want to be a really successful business owner and you want this wildly successful business, yet all you're focusing on is the product. 
makes no sense because you're the business owner, right? So every time something pops up in business, good, bad, whatever, right, wrong, doesn't matter what it is, you are the human that dictates the decision. You are the thing that that says yay or nay, yes or no, stay or go, lean in, lean out. Like, yes, we're going to do this next thing to grow or no, we're not. Yes, we're going to lean in. No, we're going to tap out. Like you, you, like you are the thing that is dictating every single decision made in business. And as you can imagine, every single decision that's made in business is going to pile together and compound. And that is what is going to create your future. That's what's going to create that the next evolution of your business a year down the track. Every decision that you make. So if you are, if you don't know how to hold yourself emotionally, if you are reacting, if you're, you're, you're turning to distraction or procrastination or you're using excuses like perfectionism or you can't show up and talk on stories or you're, um, you don't know how to lead the conversation with your clients, you don't know how to um, refine your back end, like all of these different things, if you don't know how to do X, Y, and Z or how to be X, Y, and Z as a human, as in hold yourself emotionally, physically, mentally, and hold a certain type of standard, how are you going to respond to the things that pop up in your world? And I want to use two extremes. Say, like, just imagine that every single day you ate Maccas for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You can imagine your gut health. You can imagine your brain fog. You can imagine your energy levels. And on the flip side, imagine if you were eating well 95% of the time. As in, you got up, you had one of your your magic formulas, whether it's your your greens, your bone broth, your Celtic salt, your freaking swamp water. I don't care what you're having. Are you doing that or are you having Maccas for breakfast, lunch and dinner? Like imagine, I know that's two extremes, but actually just think about it. If something then popped up in business... How would you respond to that if you were f- had brain fog and you got to mess and you're so freaking tired and you haven't slept for days and your energy levels are just like trashed? How would you respond to that? Even think, let's say you, you do a market run, you get a complaint from a client in a week and your children haven't slept for like 42 days. How do you respond to things? Then compared to when you have slept really well, you've gone, you've moved your body in some way during the day, you've eaten really good food, you're hydrated. How do you respond then? Probably really good. As in you're going to make the best decision for your business for that next evolution. You're not going to fall apart and fall to pieces because you haven't slept for the last 30 days. So it's like people are missing the point it's like the most basics of basics like get enough sleep and eat food that feels good for your body I'm not saying be perfect I'm not saying that you can't have a little bit of whatever I have ice cream or chocolate every single day I have dessert every single day right I'm not saying you need to be a fucking robot but like take it seriously Take it seriously. That's what I'm saying because I know that you want more. 
and I know that you're so ready for more and you're hungry for more, this is how you do it. It's nailing the basics, nailing your human. You're the thing that is running this ship, who is making the decisions. If you are foggy and tired and have no energy and just don't want to deal with anyone, you can imagine you're probably not going to be in the mood to create content. And then because you're not in the mood and you haven't strengthened your emotional intelligence, you're not going to create content and then you're not going to grow. Right? One tiny, minute example. Your brain's all foggy. You get you get inquiries coming through and you miss them for like three days because your brain's a fucking mess. Because you haven't hydrated. Well, then you're going to miss the inquiries and you're not going to communicate quickly and then they're going to go somewhere else. Right? It's like... It's like you need to expect more for yourself. Everyone's looking for this this magic, magic key. And everyone's looking for something externally to come in and just change their business like, like nothing else. To completely amplify, elevate, refine, completely just change their whole entire business. They're looking for it externally. But you are the thing that's going to change that. Because decision by decision by decision, every single step, every single extra percent that you put in is going to compound. It's going to compound and then that is what is going to give you your result of your physical, tangible, external business in a year's time, even in six months time. So it's like, how can you actually just stop looking for everything external to to be perfect, to fall into place, to move, to create momentum, to give you validation? And how can you actually just take some self-responsibility where it's like, okay, maybe I'm, (laughs) have you guys seen that reel? And it's like, am I the problem? Yeah, you, you might just be the problem. If you feel like you've been trying over and over again, to get everything external to fall into place to feel good, just flip that on its head. Start with you, the human. Start to model people that you look up to. How do they move? What standards do they hold? How do they respond to things? Start thinking, okay, if something popped up in business, in life right now, and it it would make me, make any person a little bit wobbly, right? It's not going to plan, How can I be my best possible self, my best possible human who could handle it in a flash, who could handle it like they're they're eating breakfast in the morning, brushing their teeth, right? How can they handle it like that? What would that look like as a human being? Like who would I have to be to be able to handle that thing really easily? And the reason I say this is because so often in business, what we're looking at is the problems in business. What's, what's not working? What's going wrong? What needs changing? What needs refining? Right? All of those things means that you have to make a decision. You're not going to make a very good decision if you've got brain fog, if you're tired, if you haven't slept, if you have no energy. So just think, what kind of human do I have to be To be able to make this decision, make this change, make this refinement, move my business, grow my business in the best possible way that's going to get me from X to Z. Who do I need to be as a human being to be able to move and create momentum? And all of the clues are in the people that you look up to. If you see someone who's gotten from X to Z and you want to do the same thing, 
Who are they as a human? How do they move? What standards do they hold? All of the things, like I said before. Now, I made a note on my phone, which was going to be this episode, but we are 35 minutes in on a tangent. (laughs) But I feel like this really, really connects just beautifully. Something that um, I'm sure you guys have heard before is the sentence of like, who are you when no one's watching? And I want to really bring this in. Like, actually think, who the fuck are you when no one's watching? And a really cool way to just check in with this on on a physical, conscious level, even for the day that you're listening to this episode or even the next couple of days, I want you to imagine that there is a camera crew following, following you around for that day. This is going to be, be a really cool way for you to see the way that you're moving. Really, really cool. A camera crew is following you all day long. Where are you tapping out where you should be leaning in? Where are you cutting corners where you shouldn't be? Where are you not doing the thing where you should be doing the thing? Right? Where are you out of integrity? Where you say you're one thing, but you're not actually being that thing. Where are you not being congruent? Where in one area, you're a tidy human, but in another area, you're not. Where are you complaining a lot? Where are you avoiding a lot? Where are you maybe not making the best decisions for your human, for your business? Where are you not deepening relationships where you could be? Where are you scrolling too much? Right? It's as simple as that. Where are you scrolling too much, spending way too much time looking at what everyone else is doing and then being confused why you don't feel creative, why you have self-doubt, why you're playing with comparison and competitors? Really, really interesting thing. I do this all the time. And like I said, this isn't for you to become a freaking robot. Okay? This isn't to say that you need to be so freaking perfect and if you're not, you you're, you suck, right? That's not what I'm saying. You're a freaking human being, okay? But if there was a camera crew following you, how could you just be a little bit better? How could you even entertain them a little bit? Where let's say that for four hours of your morning, you're on your phone and you're scrolling and you're looking at what everyone else is doing, Like, what if you could just get off your phone and go for a run, go for a walk, go sit at the beach, go sit on a freaking mountainside, go play with your dog, go to a cafe, like romanticize your life. Take that camera crew on a freaking adventure, girlfriend, right? Imagine they are watching what you eat, what you say, the language that you use, the conversations that you're having, the the things that you're entertaining, the boundaries that you're setting, the way that you move. Because the thing is, and I said this on Instagram just before, that it is so easy to sell when people are buying. It is really easy to show up when you feel like externally things are moving. It's really easy to label yourself as a big business owner, baddie who's just like fucking killing it and is a CEO when you've got a bunch of of weddings going on or you've got a bunch of orders coming in. It's really easy to hold deep self-trust when you make a decision and it goes your way. But who the fuck are you when it doesn't go your way? 
Who are you when no one's buying? Who are you when things go wrong? Who are you when you don't feel like going to the gym? Who are you when you don't feel like going for a run? Who are you when you don't feel like being 1% better? Because those are the moments that count. Those are the moments that count. Not the moments where you're selling and it's great and it's easy because everyone's, everyone's buying. The moments that count is the way that you move when it's crickets, when it's slow, when things feel hard, when you feel that resistance. Do you lean in or do you tap out? That's what counts. That is what makes you a big-ass business owner. That's what makes you a CEO. Like, that CEO shit. That's not small girl hobby crap. So it's like, who are you when it hurts, when it's hard, when it feels icky, when there's resistance? That will tell me what kind of human or business owner you are. Not when everything's going right, when it's all all sunshine and rainbows and daisies. Who are you when it's not? If you are ready for more in this lifetime where you're like, I know I've got more in the tank. Like I'm just so ready for my next evolution and I I just want to cut the bullshit. Like I just want to cut the bullshit and have someone in my corner who's like, sis, go. Like, go. <laughs> this is the space for you where we just, we don't entertain good enough where business is just like, yeah, it's good. Like it feels good. Like I want it to be fucking amazing. Like I want it to be fucking incredible and I want it to light you up where when you wake up in the morning, it's like, let's go. Let's build this freaking empire. So if you are ready to play big, you know that you have more in the tank and you you are craving that connection with other wildly powerful women I can't even begin to tell you, then I'm going to change your motherfucking life starting on Monday. This space is called Revolution. If you haven't been in this container yet, then get your freaking butt in there. We start on Monday and what it looks like is six weeks together, me in your corner. We are in a group together of the most powerful human beings and you have direct access, close proximity to me to ask all of your questions, unpack all of your mindset stuff and the power of a mini mind where it's a group container. We get to come together and just we all get you guys will all get coaching from me on all different aspects of what's going on in your life is that you get the answers to questions to to concepts that you didn't even think of. Because we only know what's in front of us. We only know what we know. And it's until you get your butt into one of these spaces that your whole entire world gets to open up where it's like, fuck, I didn't even think of that. Like, that's such a good idea or what a cool perspective. And apart from the general sort of Q&A coaching sort of vibe, I'm going to be dropping in with a lot of like thought provoking questions, things that are coming up in my world, things that are going to change the way that you think. The way that you think is going to completely dictate the way that you move in business. It's honestly unmatched and the clarity that you get to experience is honestly just insane. The the shifts are so powerful. The frequency, especially by the end of it, is, is just on a whole different level. Like right now, you're cruising in business, right? You're cruising. 
And it's not that you need this space because you're drowning and you need to be saved. It's just that you you want it. You desire it. You just you know that there's more. You know that that next evolution is waiting for you. And you have to go out and grab it. You have to lean in to that edge, to that thing. Because as soon as you lean into that resistance, that is where the growth is. Like I said, this experience is going to just be incredible. You're going to wake up every day feeling different just from being in the container. And I know that and I can say that with full conviction because I felt it myself as a client and I've also facilitated it as well. You wake up in the morning and it's like, oh my God, so fucking keen, let's go. Just because you're in the space. There are only two spots left. So if you want in, then please be quick. DM me at flower.ed double underscore. I will send you the link and also leave it in the show notes below. There is an option for a four-month payment plan as well. So just choose what suits paid in full or the payment plan. We start on Monday. It includes coaching calls where we all jump on Zoom. It is the safest, most welcoming space in the whole entire world. I can promise you that because I know what it can feel like to be a little bit scared of group group conversations, of group spaces. I know what that feels like. So my spaces are safe. They are welcoming. And I'm so excited to welcome you with open arms along with the rest of the incredible women who are already in two spaces left. We also have the group chat, the group Voxer as well. So I'm plugged in with you guys, with your businesses from Monday to Friday for a whole entire six weeks. Now, in comparison, the last three rounds of revolution have only been two weeks. In Voxer, no coaching calls and people's lives have freaking changed. They've shifted. They're not the same human as when they started. This is six weeks, Monday to Friday Voxer and three coaching calls. It's just going to be insane. And we're also going to do an IG audit so that you guys can really elevate the way that you're showing up, the language you're using, the imagery, the, the all of the things so that you can start to land those ideal clients. Now, this is for... Anybody in the flower industry, you can be in retail, weddings, events, whatever it may be, totally fine, totally welcome with open arms. Anywhere in the whole entire world is perfect. You just have to speak fluent English. And apart from that, you just have to be a human being who wants to fucking move. This is going to cover all things business, all thing mindset. There is no set teachings because it is a coaching space. So we really get to play with whatever is moving in your world at the time. And one of my favorite things is that you have, you might have this problem, this thing that you, you feel like is your glass ceiling that you feel like is sort of blocking you at the moment. You come in, we play with it, we workshop it, we unpack it. I give you a different perspective shift. You get to hear from all of the other girls and what's moving in their worlds as well. And then it's like, oh my gosh, I could have not sat in this for the last three months. I could have actually just moved quicker. That's what this space is for. It's so that you can time collapse and just start to create the most vibey life, a business that you're obsessed with and just a powerful as fuck human being. Now, before I love you and leave you, I do have a listener question from the Facebook group. If you're not in there already, get your butt in. But the question is from Hattie and it says how to know when to scale your business. Really cool question. And I'm going to come at it in a few different aspects. In in one hand, it, I feel like 
my business is always scaling because I'm always moving and creating that momentum. So I feel like it's not so much a time where it's like, okay, boom, let's scale now. And then it kind of stops. I feel like it's this ever going evolution of business where it's this constant refinement elevation. And that is honestly just my whole entire world. So I feel like in terms of scaling, especially when you are either a newbie or you're in very much the building phase where you have a certain amount of clients, maybe none, maybe a handful, whatever it looks like in very much that building phase brand brand positioning as well, then scaling is going to be like your whole entire world. Now, on the other hand, like I said earlier, there is that other phase where you also need to be able to sort of operate business and just sit sort of where you're at for a little while in terms of data points to be able to accurately collect the data to know whether you need to refine, elevate, change, cut, whatever it looks like. So it's sort of the two hands. But like I said, if you are a human like me and you're just one of those people who wants to grow all the time and evolve and elevate and you're you're just really curious and you're bringing awareness towards stuff as a human and, and within business, you're always thinking, okay, what's next? What can I change? You're always going to be scaling no matter what, pretty much right? You're pretty much always going to have some kind of refinement going on, which is basically scaling as well, where it's like, okay, I'm ready to grow. However, on the other hand, if you're not like that and you're like, okay, I want this many clients, that's it, no bigger, then obviously you're going to know that point where it's like, okay, we don't need to focus on scaling anymore. We actually just need to focus on just operating the business where it is because I'm happy with where it is but don't cut yourself short where you fall into okay I'm going to operate here because that's what I want when in reality you actually want more but you just feel like you can't have more and in that aspect it's just a mindset block that you get to play with so it's it's sort of seeing what your what your sort of goals are for business if you do have that set like okay I only want 10 wedding clients and I I just want to work for myself I don't want a team or anything once you start to get a good amount of inquiries coming in and you're you're you've got your your 10 booked maybe this year and next year then it's it's shifting your focus from scaling from that building phase more towards okay how can we nurture these clients how can we make sure we're giving the best possible service how can we continue to to strengthen the brand but the focus isn't solely on growth right bit of a difference and the reason i also love this question is because so often when you do start out and because you are in that building phase and you are focusing on growing and scaling, it's really easy to only focus on specific data points such as how many bookings or how much money maybe that you're bringing in. But it gets to a point and I've experienced this myself where you actually get to shift those data points where it's not no longer about how many bookings or how much money or how busy you are or even like engagement on on content and things like that. But you get to play with different data points such as, okay, how do I actually feel as a human? Like, how's my nervous system? Like, cool, bookings are cool, but like, how do I feel as a human? Am I actually loving my business? Am I obsessed with my business? Am I really proud of my business? 
How am I moving behind the scenes? How is my team moving? How is my team feeling? There are so many other data points that you get to play with. Like, okay, how could you start to shift from focusing solely on engagement on, on content to, to content that's very, very specific to your ideal client that's going to align? How can you stop focusing on followers and start focusing on the people who are already in your world and how can you actually nurture the fuck out of them? How can you stop focusing so much on the, the volume of content that you're posting and instead start to actually refine the brand, bring in some personality? to the business itself. So it's just really cool that as you're moving through these different phases in business and you get to go in and out and cross them over and play with them, I just don't want you to only get stuck. I say this from experience and and it's to to relate to scaling where you are only focusing on how many or how much in terms of data, but instead it's looking at the value of that piece of data. Because it's so easy, again, to fall into the trap again, where you're looking at other people on Instagram and they've got a fully booked calendar and they've got clients coming out of their ear holes and they're doing weddings every weekend. And you're like, fuck, that's so cool. Like, why don't I have that? And you compare yourself to them. But it's like, for me, when I look at that, I'm like, okay, cool. But how's your relationship with your partner? Have you seen them for the last two weeks? Okay, cool. But how's your human? Have you got energy? Or have you got that brain fog that we spoke about? It's like, okay, do you have a life outside of business? Are you waking up obsessed with your business? Or is it just that you've got a whole bunch of clients? Now, it's going to look different, of course, for for different people who have different priorities of what life, quote unquote, should look like, their their blueprint for life, where it's like, okay, if life looks like this, then I'm happy. And for me, it's all about my human as you guys know, I want to wake up and feel good. I want to jump out of bed energized. I want to be excited about my business and excited about the projects that I have. So I've stopped focusing even on money, even on the the amount of bookings and everything right now. My full focus is on like the value. Like how can I nurture my current audience, my current clients? How can I actually just fall in love with my business that little bit more? Because I feel like all of those other data points is eventually going to compound and equal the numbers, the how many, the how much data points down the track. So don't get caught up when you are scaling, where you're looking at other people where it's like they have all these clients or they're doing all these weddings. It's even like, and I know we're going off off track, but it's even when you look at um, at people who have these big weddings and you're like, wow, they um, they they get these massive clients, but you don't know how much they charge for that. They could be losing money on that, or they could be struggling to pay their staff, or they could hate that brief, but they said yes because the the budget was so high. Like there's so many other things going on where it's like we can't even compare ourselves when we are scaling because it actually, it makes no sense because it's not an equal comparison because you don't have all of the information. You don't have all of the data points. That was a long tangy about scaling, but you know, you know the thing. Figure out where you're at. If you're in the building phase, it's time to scale. If you are happy with a certain amount of clients, focus towards that and then once you're there you then get to play with the other data points and even if you are building 
please, please don't get too caught up in how many or how much. Start focusing on the actual value of things, how you're feeling, how the content's feeling, how it's the content's actually landing with a certain person, the client's experience, the trust that you're building and all of those things eventually is going to compound and it's going to get you the how much and the how many that you wanted in the first place. 